I've had some bad bosses before. I haven't had any at my current job, thank the Lord. Um, but I have been in previous jobs where some bosses were great and others I just could not stand. Yet, it was a reminder of the fact that what I do has to be a reflection of who Christ is. And is it hard? Yes, but it's worth it. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Grace and Truth. I'm a grateful gospel-centered disciple of Jesus Christ who struggles yet perseveres, and my name is Dave. I hope and pray that you're doing well. Today we are continuing a podcast called Respect, Love, and Honor, originally broadcasted live on Facebook on December 14th, 2020. Let's return to the original broadcast already in progress. Now that I've talked about spiritual leadership, let's talk about leadership in your workplace. So last week, as I mentioned earlier, I have been sick. I was sick with the flu last week, and I was so bummed. I wanted to be at work, but I, I, I had a fever of 100 degrees, so I couldn't go. In our workplace, we had to set up a lot of signs, and the signs said, if you have COVID or if you have been exposed to someone with COVID or if you have a fever or a cough or shortness of breath, you can't enter the building. They made that explicitly clear on those signs. I actually set up those signs, so it was really important. So, even though I had to miss a lot of days at work, at the same time, though, I was actually being uh, respectful of others within the building. I was actually doing my job. Some of you may be like, how could you be doing your job, Dave? You were at home sick. I was doing my job because my boss made it clear to all of us that because of this pandemic, that if we had a fever, we had to stay home so that way others would be safe. That is actually doing your job. You're making sure others are safe by keeping yourself safe when it comes to this pandemic. And is it difficult? Of course, I, I didn't want to be at home in bed for five days. But at the same time though, frustrated as it may have been, the lives of others was very important. And I needed to really, really be obedient to God's command to be a witness to those who don't know who he is by being obedient to my leaders in that sense as well. Let me read to you Colossians chapter three, verses 18 through 25. Wives, submit to your husbands as it is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Bond servants, in this case, in today's culture, we would, be, we would think of it more like uh, employees. Obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, employers. Not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ, for the wrongdoer will be paid back 
for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. And I'll tell you, that's not easy. It really isn't easy, but it's definitely necessary. And I know that there are a lot of you who don't have good bosses. Um, and I, I really feel bad for you. I've been there. I've had some bad bosses before. I, I don't think, I, I, I haven't had any at my current job, thank the Lord. Um, but I have been at previous jobs where some bosses were great and others I just could not stand. Yet, it was a reminder of the fact that what I do has to be a reflection of who Christ is. And is it hard? Yes, but it's worth it. Now, some of you may be watching this, and maybe you're, regardless of age, you might be like, Dave, come on. I'm past the learning stage. You're never too old to learn. Don't give that bull. The reality is you're never too old to learn. We all learn from each other. And the reality is we still have a lot to learn. And we always have to be reminded through God's word. I was talking to um, a friend of mine from a, who used to be one of my teachers at a, uh, one of my previous schools when I was in elementary school. And we talked about how we needed to be reminded of God's word. And many of us have this mentality of, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. But that's pride. To humble ourselves before the Lord and he will lift us up. We have to continue to be reminded of who God is to be reminded of the gospel, and to be reminded that his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Without his word, we wouldn't be anywhere. So I really want to encourage you guys with that. All right, now I'd like to give some recommended resources. I mentioned them uh, a little bit when I tried to um, do the broadcast, um, but I wasn't able to post it. But now, they have been posted. They're in the info section of this video. Here are the recommended resources that I think you guys will really benefit from. The first is from Castro Valley First Baptist Church, and it's called Faithfulness Covenant Marriage. John Wodetsky, who is the pastor of CV First, preach this message, and the text is from Malachi chapter 2, verses 10 through 16. So that's the first resource that I recommend to you guys, and it's in the info section of this video. The second resource is a, a, a message from one of my previous pastors, who's also a friend, brother, and mentor in my life, one of my mentors, Dr. Rod Phillips, from Gateway Bible Church, and it's called Generation Gap. The text is Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, with selected passages as well. And these, these resources are important because one talks about what is a biblical approach to marriage and how are you to view marriage from God's, from God's standpoint rather than your own, and also honoring our father and mother because they're going to get older, and they're not going to be around forever. And as adults, we're going to have to take care of them at some point and be able to care for them in some way. I know my parents have been a living example of that as well. They've been taking care of both my, my, my 
my grandparents on my dad's side and my grandmother on my mom's side. It's been, this pandemic has been very difficult for them. And yet mom and dad are continually being used by God to care for them during this difficult season, especially since they're getting older. And that is the kind of mindset that I would love to have for my own parents as well, especially when I, when I get older. So let, so let me also encourage you with some concluding thoughts because we're running out of time. The first concluding thought I want to point out is this. If you are a girl or a guy and there is somebody that you like or if you're dating that person and they are just incredible looking to say the least, you want to make sure that they love the Lord. And if they do love the Lord, to prevent turning that desire or that relationship into an idol, love God more than your girlfriend slash boyfriend. Love God more than your girlfriend slash boyfriend. Now, that may sound a little bit off, and it may sound like, hey, that's not fair, Dave. Actually, yes, it is. With Christ in the center of your relationship, it'll be a lot not healthier to her when it comes to how you view the people who you love. And it's not just dating relationships. That applies to marriage too. Love God more than your wife slash husband. I can assure you, my dad loves the Lord more than mom, and my mom loves the Lord more than dad but they love each other because Christ first loved them. That is the kind of marriage that I would love if I ever get married. I'm aware that that may not happen. But at the same time, though, I'm going to trust that whatever God's will is for my life, that I continue to trust him in the midst of it all. I've come to accept the fact that I'm going to be open to whatever God wants for me now. Whether I'm single, whether I'm married, or as Dennis Jernigan would always say, whether I live, whether I die, I am the Lord's. I belong to him. And being united with him when I'm home with the Lord will probably be the best marriage I've ever experienced. And that is going to be something that is promised. Next up, for those of you who are parents, um, I'll tell you, this is, this is a hard one, but it's important. Love God more than your kids. I'm living proof, guys. I recognize that a lot of you guys may not have had parents who are believers and were not raised in Christian homes. And I really do feel for you guys. I, I don't know what it's like. I'm going to be honest with you. Yet... For those of you who are married and did not grow up in Christian households, you could actually use your current experience as a parent as an opportunity to share God's love with your kids, to love them because Christ first loved you. And to maybe ask the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to love my son? How do you want me to love my daughter the way that you love the church? And for those of us who are even tempted to um, date someone or marry someone who 
just has good looks, but their hearts are small, please, 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 I beg you guys, don't be fooled by appearances. Big hearts are more important than big parts. Guard your heart. I've dodged a lot of bullets. Was it easy? No. Did I want to dodge those bullets? No. But because Christ loves me and cares for me, and my parents also have given me great advisement, and remember, you always have to pray, get perspective, and be patient. It has really, really been helpful. My parents were even telling me this week, you know, Dave, if there's a girl that you find attractive, but we feel, hmm, Dave, I don't know about this one. I don't think you should proceed. I'm going to trust that God has a reason for my parents to say that because they know me, they know me best. There was a sitcom that um, was in, oh man, I think it was the 50s, I don't know. I wasn't around during the 50s, so I couldn't tell you. But my mom bought this season one DVD set of a show when I was um, a freshman in college. It was called Father Knows Best. How true that is. Fa and who, who knows best even more than our Heavenly Father? So I really want to encourage you guys to keep that in mind. I've met a lot of friends of mine who didn't keep that in mind, and unfortunately, either their marriages went down south or they just strayed away from their faith altogether. May we really keep that in mind. And finally, I want to give you a little quote from J.C. Ryle. I think this is so important. I came across this a quote from a friend of mine who posted it on um, her Facebook, and I think it's so important that I quote this to you guys. God does not look at riches, titles, education, or beauty. There is only one thing that God looks at, that God does look at, and that is the soul. Guys, I don't care if you're a parent, uh, a boyfriend or girlfriend, a husband or wife, a supervisor, an employee, or even a kid. If you're going to love someone, love that person just as much. Love that person because God first loved you. And love God more than that person so that way you can love that person in a way that is gospel-centered. And finally, I want to give you one more concluding thought. Trust God that he has placed leaders in your life for a reason, even if they aren't saved. Trust that God has placed leaders in your life for a reason, even if they aren't saved. My supervisor isn't saved, but I am commanded by God to submit to him and to treat him with respect and to continue to do the work that God has done in my life, both in the workplace and at the church and here and everywhere else. And is it easy? And do I still struggle? And do I still stumble? And do I sin? Of course. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. But that cannot stop me from being who God has called me to be. And it gives me all the more reason to repent and to continue to surrender myself to Christ when it comes to all of the circumstances that we're going through, especially in this pandemic. Friends, I really want to encourage you guys to keep that in mind when you encounter anybody, whether it's your parents, your pastor, or your employer.
when it comes to respecting those who are in charge of you and are doing what they can because they care about you and because they care about what's best for your life. Join me in prayer, will you please? Father, help us. Help us to honor our parents, even as adults. Help us to obey our leaders, both our pastors and our employers, and to pray for our leaders who are in power over our countries, even, even if we don't agree with them. We know ultimately, Lord, that you are in control in the midst of it all. Lord, I just thank you that you've blessed me with a family who really does care and wants what's best for me. I wouldn't have anything, any, I wouldn't have anything else. And Lord, I pray for those who did not grow up in households where they had that um, benefit. Lord, would you just use them to be who you've called them to be? And should they ever get married and have kids, or if they already do have kids and are married, would you help them to be the parent that you call them to be, to love you more so that way they can love their children the way you love the church. And I pray for the marriages that are struggling and for those that are thriving as well. I pray for the struggling marriages that you be in the center of it all and that every wife and husband, every boyfriend and girlfriend love you more than each other because as you first loved us. And would you use that love to help them love each other because of that. And Lord, we definitely ask that you would really remind us of your presence and remind us of your sovereignty, especially during this difficult season. Lord, we love you and lift up this night to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at my website, chewmadenew.com, or you can call me at 510-516-CHEW. That's 510-516-2439. Or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, peace out and God bless. Cinco's!